0: Podcasts have the power to change your life, and I'm hoping that this show with me, Anna Parker Naples, is one that you'll come to to feel a little bit better and a little bit happier, because this podcast is Positively Influential. This episode, the third episode of the new Positively Influential podcast, is all about my journey back to a sense of joy. My journey to joy is how we've titled it. And as I say that, I feel as though what I want to clarify is that not every single moment of my entire life is filled with joy. We're not there yet and there's a lot more work to do. But if you've listened to my previous episode just yesterday on my birthday which I hope you went and listened to. I feel like I shared some quite intimate stuff there. And I'm really hoping that as a result of you all listening to that podcast and liking that podcast, that this show is now rising in the charts, which would be amazing because my intention with Positively Influential is to reach as many people who need to be influenced in a positive way to make their lives just a little bit better. So I shared on that episode how my birthday last year was not the happiest of events, and it was a major wake-up call. That entire period of my life was a wake-up call that I needed to make some changes. And one of the things that I want to flag up, actually, is that at the time, just before I was about to record that episode about my birthday, I'd been thinking, does anyone really want to hear how rubbish things were?" And then I listened to Mel Robbins' new podcast. Now, I'm a huge fan of Mel Robbins. I've read lots of her books, I've listened to a lot of her Audible content, which she had a contract, which was just Audible exclusive. I've listened to loads of her stuff and she had never had a podcast that was on all of the platforms. So when it came out just the week before I was about to record the episode and what she was sharing was her journey from being the world's leading and best paid life coach speaker. So she would be paid like over $100,000 per talk. And actually, she, as a result of COVID and lots of things that happened, absolutely fell herself. And I was thinking it's so interesting that she's telling that story because that's what I want to tell. And it almost felt like permission, permission to share with you how vulnerable I'd been. And... The shifts that have happened for me in my life as a result of that and bringing awareness to the importance of the motivational work, to the importance of continuing to take action in our lives, to reassess where we're at, to heal some of the stuff from our past and to surround ourselves with great content. I love the fact a big part of my business work is that we help get these important messages out there with Influential Audio. And if you want to find out much more about what we do, if you're thinking about podcasting yourself, then make sure you check out the influentialaudio.com link that you can find out all about our services if you feel like you have an important mission. But today's episode is really about how I went from a crying, miserable, unhealthy mess to actually being quite a happy individual, finding the route back to doing something that I love, finding my way back to actually probably a better, nicer version of myself, a more honest version of myself. So I'm going to go back right back to October, November time when I'm crashing in 2021, how I'm feeling very upset with the pressures and the traumas, by some things that have happened with personal relationships and friendships. And, and it just taking me on a very unhealthy spiral. Well, the first thing I did was give myself permission to be upset, to be unhappy, to need to sleep. Clearly this, that my body was doing something because it needed rest. And so I let myself have a period of time where I would get up, do the score run and let myself rest. And do you know what? If you need a duvet day or a duvet week, why wouldn't you take it? As long as you know you're not staying there forever. I was giving myself a period of time where that was okay to wallow on watching a Netflix series or to wallow just because I felt like I really needed to sleep, to have a good cry if I really needed it. So first of all, it was recognizing that my body, for whatever reason, needs this right now. The other thing was being then really honest with people around me that I'm not great right now. I need a bit of love. I need a little bit of tolerance. I need a big hug more than I would normally need those things. And vocalising that for whatever reason, I don't know all the answers as to why I'm like this, but this is where I am, actually is really empowering. And it meant that people could actually check up on me, which, again, is important. The next thing then was go and get checked out. So two things I did one was book an appointment with the doctor and get to get some blood tests and as as I shared in the previous episode there was an imbalance that actually standard blood tests wouldn't have shown I had to ask for quite an in-depth blood test it was a bit of a rigmarole but it was then very very clear in fact we got that kind of urgent call from the doctor you need to do this right now And that for me was the vitamin D deficiency, which incidentally shows up as anxious, panic anxiousness, symptoms, panic attacks, low level depression. And actually, once I started taking vitamin D in very intense doses, within a few weeks, I felt significantly better. My everything just felt better. So looking after yourself, going and getting some help. The other help that I got was I reached out to a coach who didn't, I wanted to speak to somebody who, a life coach who didn't know me really. They'd not worked with me before. They weren't going back over old wounds that I was able, that they weren't connected with the rest of my world, that I was able to just blurt about where I was right now. Knowing that and I wanted someone who kind of knew a little bit about the business world, the entrepreneurship and online space, they understood that. So they understood what in terms of the business and professional things, what I was dealing with, what I was potentially going to walk away from or change or transmute or whatever. And that just reaching out and knowing I was going to have someone to talk to in a non-judgmental way who could hold space for me that was not my family, who didn't have demands of me, felt so good. I also, bit by bit, and actually vocalising, actually it was really important to vocalise at that point, the bits of external success that actually I didn't want anymore. Or that I thought I really wanted like things like hitting certain revenue figures because that's what everyone around me was doing. That actually, if I had to be a certain way or I had to take certain actions or use up a certain amount of energy, really wasn't for me. So being able to vocalize that was really powerful being able to vocalize that actually I have many many dreams and ambitions above and beyond running a motivational business there's so much more that I want to achieve and being able to talk that out in a really safe environment was brilliant and I started listening now at the time what I should say at this time was that generally I listened to a lot of great content but through those periods of stress particularly from the July until the November in twenty one, I had so much going on in my outer world. I stopped taking on anything else. Like I couldn't listen to podcasts, I couldn't listen to audio books, I couldn't read a book, I couldn't watch anything that was about changing your. I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. And so I had stopped having, and I'd stopped meditating as well, which is usually something that's quite present in my life. And it's so interesting, isn't it? That often the times we most need something is the times when we've stopped. So I hadn't been able to listen to any content. And with the help and nudging from this coach, he said, well, could you listen if it was a 30 day program and you just had to give like five minutes a day to start with and then eventually 15 minutes a day. Do you think you could do that? And I kind of thought, well, actually, I could do five or 10 minutes a day. Even if I don't fully engage, I can do that. So I started listening to this audio series that was for 30 days and it actually got you to take daily actions as well. Those daily actions were pieces of advice that I have given, that I've written about in my first book, Get Visible, that I'd fallen along the way. And they were simple things like, what are you looking forward to? What tiny moments in the day you've just had actually brought you a moment of happiness? And I wasn't quite ready to see the happiness or the joy. But over time, through this 30-day period through talking to someone, through taking a positive action, at least one positive action a day, through dousing myself with all sorts of vitamins and nutrients, by realizing I was drinking way too many cups of tea. I love a cup of tea. I don't drink coffee, but I love a cup of tea. I was drinking way too much caffeine and not enough water. By starting to make these little changes I actually started drinking mushroom tea. I swapped, which I watched a program on Netflix called Fantastic Fungi. I think that's what it's called. And it got me really curious about different types of mushrooms. So I actually swapped out three or four of my cups of tea a day for some different types of mushroom tea in powders or tea bags. And I started to get really clear about actually what are the things that might bring me joy, nothing to do with the business, what might bring me joy outside in the rest of my life that I'm not doing. And I'd actually had on a vision board for a very, very long time, I'd had two things. One was about this 1940s book that I wanted to write or TV series that I wanted to write, but I knew that I wanted to do a course in it. And previously I'd have said there's no way I could take time out for the business to go and do that. That's like ridiculous. But I I made it a real clear commitment that I was going to find a way to just for fun, not pressure, not because it has to be brilliant, but to explore what it would be to write creatively. And the other thing that was on my vision board and had been at least a year, maybe two years, was a picture of some a woman who looks like me in a kayak and i started to think well what would it be like to to canoe and so i started to make this a, a part of my life so i started to investigate lots of things that i wasn't ready i knew i was not ready for was not ready to do at this stage but i started looking at what might it be if i had that fun or that creativity in my life i also looked really closely at what was i doing what was not happening at home that i needed support with and that meant my my kids they're teenagers now, got three of them. That meant having some really honest conversations about what I was no longer willing to do and what I needed them to step up to help with. And my husband as well. Uh, my husband actually helped me. I don't find that wasn't an easy conversation for me to have with the kids. And my husband really helped me with that. And that sort of resets some boundaries in the house as well and gave me much more time to myself. I'd felt like I had no time for myself for so long. Another thing that I did was I started to listen to hypnosis content again. Now, if you followed me for a while, you may know that I believe hypnosis and NLP, neurolinguistic programming, which are very closely related, I believe they changed my life and allowed me to walk again after the lowest point in my life. So I started bringing those things back in. They had to be really short because if they long audios that I was listening to, I would not have done them at this stage. So very short very concise. Bit by bit, I started to feel a little bit better. And I noticed that actually I wasn't as tired. Actually, it wasn't true that I wanted to burn everything to the ground about my entire personal brand and my business, but that actually there was some possibility for me to make some changes that I wasn't ready to do yet, but that I wasn't stuck and I wasn't trapped and that I could begin when I was ready to show up more and these are all tiny, tiny, tiny changes that anyone can make. But what you have to remember is that sometimes, no matter how much you might be the expert or you might be working the motivation or coaching field yourself, is that anyone can stumble. And these tools and any healing modalities, any trauma work, any change work, it's never just done. We have to go back again and again and again to this work. We can't let them go just because we're having a great period. We can't let them go just because we're having loads of stress. Often we let go of these important practices at a time when we most need them. Another thing that I did was I went and did a course in Reiki, which is something I've been curious about for a long time. So I went and trained in that just for fun. And actually, because I was very aware at this stage that one of the big things that I've been ignoring was my intuition. And I wanted something that brought me back into some degree of spiritual awareness and much more connected to how I was thinking and feeling and a connection to a higher power. I'll go into some of that in another episode another time. That again was really important for me to do that. So a year on, I now have I've written the first draft of my book. I did six months of a, an amazing course, met some lovely, lovely, lovely people that I know I'll be in contact with for a long time. I don't know how long that project's going to take. Uh, I've kind of reached a bit of a stumbling block at the moment with that, but that's okay. I'm kind of trusting that process. It was really great to get out and do something completely different, use a different part of my brain that wasn't about the business, that wasn't about the family. We've reset boundaries in the household with the kids. I'm eating better and I'm exercising a a bit more. Now, when I was really in the stick, I was not at a point where I was able to get up and exercise or able to commit to regularly meditating like I wasn't there yet. Those things came and they've stayed, particularly the meditating. And I think on this podcast, we're going to talk quite a lot about spiritual connection, ways to meditate, breath work things that have come into my life that have really helped make a difference. But I hope in sharing this with you today, wherever you're at, no matter what it looks like to the outside world, there are tiny, tiny incremental steps and incremental activities that you can do no matter how things feel right now. Because if I can do that, if I can start to have positive influences in my life, And tackle what I have recently. I know that anybody can. And I think for me in sharing this with you, I also know that the steps that I've taken this time around are exactly what I had to do 12 years ago when I was at my absolute lowest thinking my life was over, I'd never walk again and I'd never do anything. I think actually, whilst it's not about speed, those changes can actually happen quite quickly, comfortably, and you can access more joy. And I think in sharing this today, Yes, I may be talking to those of you who are not in a great place right now, but even if you are and life feels really great and you're coasting, you know, you're kind of coasting those waves at the moment, well, don't ignore the good practices that you know make a difference. Go back to journaling, go back to the meditation, go back to exploring and connecting a level of spirituality, go back to the tools and techniques in mindset and transformation work that make a difference to you. If things don't feel good for you right now, how can you get help? Is it a medical thing? Is it that actually you need to work on some past healing, some things from your past that you need to deal with? Do you need a life coach? And those things don't always have to be that you need to go and pay to talk to somebody. It could be that actually just listening to some really great, motivational, inspirational, honest and authentic content could make a bit of a difference. And I really genuinely hope that in building everything with Positively Influential, that's what we're doing here. As I've shared on the previous two episodes, I don't see this as just an audio that you listen to from time to time. I have full intention that we're building a connected community and that we will be regularly having live podcast shows. And I would love for you to get on the waitlist to find out a little bit more about them to meet other people on the same wavelength as you who are committed, determined, interested, intrigued and ready to start influencing themselves with positive content. I hope that this is interesting for you guys hearing a little bit of the behind the scenes of the less polished version of someone in the motivation space. And yeah, make sure you sign up to come to our events and reach out if this has touched you. Much love wherever you're at right now. I hope that you can find your own way, your own journey back to Elements of Joy. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We have got lots up our sleeve for Positively Influential with some live events coming your way soon. Make sure that you are on the wait list to find out exactly what we're up to at www.annapn.co forward slash events so you make sure that you are in the room with us, sucking up those vibes that are positively influential.